And now for the show that takes dog training beyond your backyard. It's Bark Talk with Bonnie. Brought to you by Advanced Canine Techniques, your dog training specialists. Hello and welcome to this episode of Bark Talk with Bonnie. I'm very excited. Today we have with us Lisa Hurd, who is going to be talking about doTERRA essential oils. Um, they can be really valuable um, and useful tools in your toolbox to use with your dogs, um, but there are a lot of safety precautions that you want to um, follow and take into effect if you're going to be using essential oils. So, um, Lisa, I'm going to have you introduce yourself and maybe just talk about ways that um, essential oils can benefit dogs. Well, thanks, Bonnie, for having me, and I'm excited to be here. Yes, essential oils can benefit your dogs in a lot of different ways. We have three dogs at home, and we use them. We diffuse around them. We put them on topically, and on occasion, we give them to them internally, and it's been fun to see how they can really help us with um, the health of our pets. And so when used correctly, essential oils can really benefit our pets without negative side effects or unnatural additives. One of the most important things to really think about is that you want to dilute with your dog when you're using essential oils. Because if you're using the right kind of essential oils, they really are powerful tools to have. And so you want to um, increase the concentration as needed, but basically you want to start out with just a little, maybe one drop, um, to see how your dog um, adjusts to it. And then you can always add more, but it's one thing you can't really start, you know, you can't take it out once you put it on there. So... Every animal is unique, and your pet may be more sensitive than others, so observe their behavior, and they will tell you if something is a little off with them. One thing I like to do when I'm using essential oils is I, when I first introduce a new oil, I will let them smell the bottle with the lid on. And um, dogs are kind of self-selecting. If they really don't like one, they will tell you. And so you want to just back off. But try some different oils, and, and I have um, some oils that surprise me sometimes. I'll put some oils on my own legs, and every time my little Hank will lick my legs because he loves that one. <laughs> so just, you know, be aware that they are they're smart, they're intelligent, and they are intuitive of what might be good for them. Um, small dogs you need to be very careful with because they're tiny, and they just have a very small body mass. So just keep that in mind. But some ways that you can use oils, um, there's three different ways. You can use them aromatically, topically, and internally. And just to talk a little bit about how aromatic, um, aromatics when you're diffusing it, you can spray it into the air, um, usually diluted. You can use direct inhalation. Um, you can put a drop on your hands and allow the dog to inhale it. Um, or you can put it on a cloth, a cotton ball, or a tissue near the animal or on the bedding. Dogs have a lot keener sense of smell than we do, and so you don't want to ever put it on their nose. Um, you want to let them be able to maybe get away from it if they needed to. And so, like, if you have an anxious dog, you could put a drop or two on a favorite toy or on their bedding. Um, you can also use um, steam if you want to. You can put a one to two drops of an essential oil in hot water and then let that just be aromatically in the air. A humidifier is something that you could use if it's a safe one to use essential oils in. Um, a fan or filter, you can place a drop on a cotton ball. And like in the car, if you have a dog who's anxious in the car or gets a little motion sickness, you could put a drop or two on the cotton ball and put it in the vent mm -hmm. of the car, and um, it will get those benefits from the um, essential oils or um so does that make sense? Oh, yeah, most definitely. And then now I'm going to switch topic here for just a second, and we're going to go back to the other two ways that you can utilize oil with dogs, too. Let's talk about 
quality essential oils. I see oils everywhere, drugstores, Walmart, Meyer. Um, talk about the benefits and why you need to use a, um, a good essential oil. Well, there are tons of oils on the market, and the FDA, does. there's no regulation for essential oils, and so they can have anything in them. I mean, basically, if they say natural, they, they might have 10% or less of, like, say, a lavender bottle might have, say, natural lavender, and so it's, the rest of it is synthetic filler many times. And if you see avoid to, taking internally, you know, think about it. A lavender is a natural plant. It shouldn't make you sick to have a little lavender Make, we make lavender tea. So if you're looking at quality and looking for a medicinal-grade oil, you want to look for oils that are tested. And so that's why I chose doTERRA essential oils. They are third-party tested um, seven different ways before they even come to us. So we know when we're looking at that bottle, they're medicinal-grade. They're going to be very potent. They're going to be very um, clean. They're going to be completely, basically beyond organic. So we source, they source those oils from where they're grown indigenously. And so if you're looking for medicinal-grade oils for yourself or your dog, you want to get something that is certified pure therapeutic grade. And 99% of the oils on the market are not. And so that's what doTERRA brings to the market is you are you're assured that these are going to be safe to use. But you do have to educate yourself on using them because dogs – are different than humans, and so there are some oils that they tolerate better or don't tolerate as well. Mm -hmm. um, and so, but definitely, you don't want to go down to the drugstore, to TJ Maxx, even Walgreens. Those oils typically are all diluted with some type of synthetic carrier oil. Yeah, and and so that that can be where you see a lot of problems sometimes on the internet. Yep, they are they're oils that are not used in a proper way, but they're also oils with synthetics. Yep. And I think a lot of people like those oils, but those synthetics typically, they smell good, but they're almost like a fake smell too. Like typically, like if you get a pure grade oil, it's going to have a good smell to it, but it's going to have a little bit of a, depending on the oil, sometimes like a little bit of a medicinal smell too, because you know it's safe for you to take, you know, possibly internally or, or put on you too. So, you know, sometimes those smell good oils definitely aren't aren't as safe for you to use too. And they also say air fresheners and a lot of those products that have a lot of that synthetics in them as well can also be dangerous for your pets and cancer causing too. So um, there's a lot of benefits with essential oils. I mean, just in terms of how you can utilize them, but just you can use them for cleaning. You can use them to make, to cook with. I mean, there's so many, so many good benefits to them. We're going to go back to the other ways that you can introduce oils to your pets as well. So besides aromatic, topical use is great, but that's where you want to always dilute with a carrier oil. So a carrier oil can be like coconut oil. Um, it can be fractionated coconut oil, which is coconut oil that won't get hard when it's cold. You could use Jehovah oil. There, you know, anything like that as long as extra virgin olive oil is great too. Mm -hmm. And so you just want to make sure that it's a pure oil itself. So, you know, I buy organic at the grocery store and things when I'm using coconut oil. So you can use direct application by placing a drop of oil on your hands and rubbing them together. So like when my dog is maybe anxious, I will take some carrier oil and then put a drop or two of lavender oil in my hand, rub them together, and then just rub it on his fur, down his spine, and maybe on his chest. And so that's topical application. If he had a hot spot, you would be you know, putting it on that area, and there's recipes giving you the right dilution, but you can put these things on topically. My daughter's dog had a little um, tumor or growth 
on the top of his head, and we took frankincense, diluted, and she put a drop on that twice a day, and over a period of time, that turned black and fell off. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, but that was topical application. You can massage it, um, circular motions or massage techniques after applying an oil to your hands. There's reflexology points on the dog's paws, so points between the pad paws and on, on the on the back paws especially. Um, you can apply it to the tips of the ears. But, again, beware. If you have long-eared dogs, you don't want them to be able to, like, you know, flap their head and then get that oil in their eye. So you Beagle and Basset Hound owners, beware of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you can apply it, like I said, to the area of interest. So if there's just, like, that little spot on, we didn't know for sure what was the little spot on our, our daughter's dog or, you know, like a cut those kinds of things, you can apply oils to help them heal. Um, you can put it in their shampoo if you're trying to help condition their skin. In applying one drop of essential oils in two cups of ice water for a cold compress or hot water for a hot compress, and soak a natural in a natural cloth, and then wring it out and apply it to the area of interest. You can also make rollerball recipes with the oils, which is a great way because they're diluted. They're fast and easy to apply. <laughs> I like quick and easy. That makes it so much more convenient. <laughs> That's right. You can't make it hard. If it's not not it's something you can grab and go, then a lot of times we just don't do it. Right. Then the other way that you can use oils is eternal, internal use. And I would only recommend this with doTERRA essential oils, no matter what, because we know exactly how they're tested and we know they're pure. Um, but oils that indicate they're for internal use, they'll tell that on the label. And generally, it's not recommended that you give one more than one or two drops internally at a, a, a given time. You can put oils in a veggie cap if you would like to, if your dog will take a pill. Um, you, but another thing you can do is mix it in with wet food. That really works the best for most dogs. Um, you can place a drop on your finger and wait and wait till it's mostly dry and then rub the residue on the pet's gums. So in other words, you don't want to put too much. But like if you're rubbing it on your finger and kind of letting that soak in mm -hmm. and then rubbing the gums would be good. Um, I'm just looking here at some notes. One drop of essential oil per two cups of drinking water. That is not recommended for cats. And then you can use it in a natural toothpaste. <coughs> so you want to make sure it doesn't have any xylitol in it, which that's mm -hmm. toxic to animals. But you can use a drop of essential oil and some baking soda and enough water to make a paste. And then use a dab on this on a toothbrush and then brush their teeth. So like our on guard essential oil, the protective blend has clove in it and several oils that are really good for oral health. That's a good one that we use that way a lot. So does that make sense? It does. And, and, you know, like mixing it in their food, sometimes I'll put like a drop or two of oil, like on a little piece of hot dog and give it to my dogs too. Like if they do have like an upset stomach or if they, you know, sometimes they're nervous about going to the groomer or going in a car ride or something. So there's a lot of different um, ways that you can, um, that you can utilize that or, in, you know, introduce it to your dogs as well. But um, I think it's really important that Lisa hit on too was make sure that it is a pure grade oil before you give it to them internally like that. We can't stress that enough. We want to make sure that it's, that it's safe for your dogs to take but um but ideally i really wanted to kind of cover some tips on this because so many people are afraid to use any of those oils or afraid that they're going to do something wrong so let's highlight a little bit about okay what happens with okay say you you know you drop a bottle and it falls on your dog or something happens how would you kind of help get that oil off of your uh, off of your pet well that's a great question because most of us in that instance would probably grab a wet washcloth and that is the thing you do not want to do because oil and water don't mix. 
So something you can do is either take the, the carrier oil, like the coconut oil, um, any of the oils you're using, and start just adding that to that area on the skin where it got. If it got in the eye, you, you can definitely use milk is a great liquid to use. So you can – I got oregano on my mouth. I thought I – it was. I thought I was getting a different oil and put straight oregano in my mouth, and so I just kept swishing my mouth with milk, and it did go away after a while. And the same thing would be, you know, applied to the pet. So you just most people grab water, don't do that. Grab a carrier oil and just dilute it. Yep. You know, if you and observe your dog um, basically, and if you felt like something, typically within 24 hours, that will get out of their system and it'll be okay. And I like the way to introduce oil slowly to the dogs as well. Like, you know, whether you're diffusing it or putting it like, um, like on a cotton ball, you know, somewhere in their room to leave the door open so the dogs can choose to leave if they want to. I mean, you'll find, like Lisa mentioned, some dogs will come up and lick your leg or they'll come up and sniff you more regularly if you're using an oil that, you know, might be beneficial to them. And sometimes you might be using an oil that they're just kind of like, you don't like that at all. And they just, <laughs> they stay they far leave. away from you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, kind of like, okay, I need to use that a lot sparingly i need to use a lot more carrier oil or maybe it's an oil that i don't use just because i know it's not one that maybe my pets are going going to like too so you know really kind of you know and every pet is different you might have three pets and all of them have different smells and different needs so you might find one that really likes something and one that hates it too that's right animals know and you know it's just like kids you try to force things on them and it doesn't go well it doesn't go well with your pet either you want them to have a positive experience so just experimenting a little bit. I think diffusing in the room is good. If, so that's a, a, ver- a very diluted way. Mm-hmm. Pick an oil like a lemon or orange or something that's very common smell yep. that you would have cooked with mm-hmm. possibly or had in your home. And so they don't see that as, as such an odd smell. Yep. Yep. I love diffusing because one, it makes my house smell good. And sometimes I can diffuse a variety of different oils together that give me that aromatic smell, but can also have health benefits for me and for the pets as well. So there's a lot of different ways that that you can utilize them. Um, and we just, you know, we just wanted to kind of, you know, take some time to point out um, some good, some good tips. I'm going to let Lisa cover a few more things that might be helpful for you if you're thinking about using oils or if you are using them, we want to make sure you're using them safely and correctly. Thanks. So basically don't use water or oil, excuse me, in or near your animal's eyes. You don't ever put them directly in their ears, in their nose or around their genitals. Um, if you actually want to get some, you know, we just talked about that, how to dilute and what to do. Um, you know, basically, um, oils or dogs that are frail, like maybe really old pets, um, someone, a pet that is sick, you definitely want to use less oils and make sure you're diluting um, using a very diluted way because they're just like we are. Their body is not going to assimilate things as you get older as easily as when we were young, and they, they can be affected that way. Um, I like to use a diffuser that uses oil or water when it's diffusing because there are some out there that actually pull the oils directly from the bottle, and so they're much more concentrated. Mm -hmm. And so when you're looking for diffusers, look for one that has a well that you would put tap water in and then adding, you know, one to five drops of oil. depends how big it is. Mm -hmm. And so that is the most diluted way to use oils. And so if I was getting started, that would be an easy way to start Kind of let them get used to it. And, again, keep your doors open so they can come in and out. Um, and, basically, you need to observe the, their behavior. Um, if you see something that seems odd, discontinue use of the oil. If you're, And if they seem distressed, if they have drools, any type of squints, rub their face, um, or panting, tremors, shaking, 
that's just, you know, stop. That's what you do. And don't panic if your pet has a skin irritation or some type of adverse reaction. Most of these are resolved with dilution within 24 hours. But, of course, you can call your vet if you need to. Um, There are some precautions and essential oils that you might want to avoid. I don't know if you want me to talk about that. Yeah, please do. Some to avoid with dogs are birch, um, tea tree oil, or melaleuca. That's a one that melaleuca is really good for skin and humans and things. And so it was one that surprised me when it's not recommended for dogs. And it's just because our dog dogs don't have the, the way to metabolize it the same as we do. And so there are lots of, that's an antifungal oil. So there's other oils you can use for that. Wintergreen. And then we have an oil blend called Deep Blue, which is for muscle soreness. So there are definitely some oils that you can use for pets that would help stimulate circulation and reduce like sore muscles and things like that. But so, and also use caution when using a hot oil like cinnamon, cassia, clove, oregano, rosemary, and thyme. Those are all okay to use, but you just want to be using them sparingly. Um, some other medical or health precautions, um, if your pet is epileptic or has seizures, you might want to avoid things like basil, camphor, eucalyptus, fennel, rosemary, sage, and wintergreen. And if your pet is an anti, on an anti-diabetic drug, avoid oils with, um, out carefully monitoring their blood sugar like cassia, cinnamon, dill, lemongrass, margarine, melissa, and oregano. Those are oils that can affect their blood sugar levels. So, that's something to be aware of. And so you just want to do some research when you're doing that. And I think that that's the key right there, too, is take the time to do your research. I mean, I think that there are a lot of positive benefits to essential oils, but you do have to use them correctly and use the right oils, too. So um, ideally, I brought an expert on the show because I wanted her just to highlight like safety precautions with some of the oils that we use. And there are, I mean, if you think about during the during the year, you can use them in the winter to help, you know, with, with um, issues with their paws. You can use them, you know, we just had 4th of July. How many pets were stuck in the basement or in the bedroom because they were scared or anxious or nervous? Um, there's a lot of different, you know, times during the year when you might utilize different oils. Right now we're using, you know, oils a lot for bug repellent because the bugs are horrible with people as well as pets too. Um, but we just, but ideally do your research. So I want to take a few minutes and let Lisa know how, um, how you can get in touch with her. If you have questions on oils or you want to set up a consultation or you, maybe you and some friends would like, um, her to put a class on for you and your pets. Um, you know, or just the oils that you guys might utilize too. Um, I want her to kind of just be able to share how how she can do that and kind of what what um, different resources she offers to um, to people in the community. Well, thanks. Yes, the way the best way to get a hold of me, I guess these days, is you could go to Facebook and find me on there and message me. Um, I have a website called Restyle Your Life with Lisa dot com that you can message me there. I have a lot of good information about basic essential oils. I also have an online learning lab that has access to tons of topics, and one of the topics discussed there is a class about dogs and pets, and it's free. So you would just message me, and I could send you. Make sure you get the link. I also have a public Facebook group called Essential Essential Oilers, and we talk about all kinds of topics related to essential oils, just not specific always about pets. But you can definitely ask a question there. And, again, that's where the online learning lab is um, available to find also. Okay. Now, what is your Facebook page um, name if they are looking for that? 
Well, so I actually operate a public group. Okay. And so it, anybody can come to it. It's called Essential Oilers VIP. Okay. And that's the best one to get information. Um, and my website would be the best the second best place. Okay. And the name of your website again is? RestyleYourLifeWithLisa.com. Okay, perfect. Yeah, so hopefully everybody kind of took a good note of that. And I want to take a few minutes here. Um, just are there any other tips or recommendations that you would give as people maybe start delving into essential oils or looking at utilizing them um, with their pets as well? Well, sometimes people don't realize maybe some of the things that essential oils could do for their pets, like problems you could solve at home and that are more safe and more natural for your pet and yourself, too. So things you to think about are like skin issues, like rashes, um, cuts, those kinds of things. So I call them owies, and so there's some great recipes for owies. Allergy issues, I have so many people ask me about what can I do for allergy issues, and there are great oils that help dogs just like they can help people solve those issues. Um, Mouth health, so oral health for dogs, so their gums, their teeth. Bug repellent and tick repellent is a big one if you're wanting to avoid, you know, some of the medications that we know work but can have negative side effects, that there are options. The thing about bug repellent and tick repellent is you have to put it on more often. And so depending if your dog goes in and out all the time or if it's an indoor dog only kind of thing, I mean, I know they go out to go to the bathroom, but I mean, if they mainly spend most of their time indoors, you maybe wouldn't have to apply it so often. But essential oils do have to be applied often sometimes when you're fighting those kinds of things. Yep. And it may also depend on the area that you live in too. Like I live in a wooded area, so I'm going to have to apply it more regularly than somebody that might live, you know, in a nice um, house with a fenced in backyard with, you know, just grass in their backyard with their yard, no trees, no, you know, woods are not behind them too. So depending on where you're at um, can, can make a difference too in, in terms of how much you have to apply. Another category I would say is just calming your pet. Keep If you have a like a new puppy that's kind of wild and crazy, if you're trying to calm them down to sleep, or if you have pets that are anxious when they are in the car, or like Bonnie said, the fireworks, those kind of things, definitely essential oils can be useful to help with that. And so those are just some of the main categories. I do get a lot of my information from um, a veterinarian that is an expert in essential oils, and I belong to a paid group, so I can ask questions. And so if I come to something that I'm not sure what would be recommended, I don't just fly by the seat of my pants. I um, can ask her questions and get recommendations from her there's also some great books you can get online, one called Spoil Your Pet. And the other one is, it's called um, Essential Oils for Dogs and Cat by Sky Patterson. And some of those are available on Amazon. And so I would recommend if you want to start diving into using essential oils, you need a reference book need a tool to refer to. Yep. And I think that that's, you know, I think I have a, a number of essential oil books at home too, so I can look up specific oils or the benefits of those and how to utilize them. Um, and I can't, you know, the carrier oils, I mean, I love the fractionated coconut oil that I get on Amazon. It's perfect. It's in the, and it comes like a little, little pump. I can just diffuse it with all my oils. I diffuse oils in my um, training room a lot too when dogs come in. Um, just And I find too, by the end of the class, they're a lot more mellow and calm. Sometimes the, you know, owners are mellow and calm too. So it can actually work for people and pets. Um but that's definitely something to keep in mind as well is that um, a lot of the oils that you may use on your pet can also have um, good um, healing properties for you as well to kind of keep in mind. Um, let me see here. 
Any other tips that you want to share with us, Miss Lisa? I think we've covered about all of it. I would just say, if you have questions, feel free to reach out to me. Find me on Facebook. Um, it, it's you know, it's fun to use these. It's great to have them in your home and help your pets, yourself, and um, you know, kind of you, you we're kind of trying to alleviate those toxins from your world, and so seems like we see a lot of things happen because we've got like overload fragrance overloads and that kind of thing and so essential oils can be the tool in your toolbox to help you make those changes to have a cleaner environment for your pets i remember back in the day you know what i used to wash my floors with and your dogs are on them all the time and now we just use water and lemon oil or water and on guard and so I don't have to worry about, you know, adding more environmental toxins to our world or their world either. Yep. And a lot of people use essential oils for cleaning too. And it really does. It makes your house smell good and it's it's safe for your pets too. Now, one thing I will highlight really quick is there are a lot more oils, I think, that you can use with dogs than you can with cats. Cats are much, much, much more sensitive. So you really want to do your research, especially, you know, I have... Um, right now, six cats and three dogs. So I'm careful about what I use because I, you know, some oils are not going to be good for my, for my cat. So I need to be very cautious of that too. So, you know, definitely take the time to do your research, you know, message or ask Lisa any questions that you have, because we want to make sure you're using them to the, um, to the benefit of your pets, but we don't want anybody to get um, any um, animals to get injured in the process either. That's really correct. Um, Cats especially don't metabolize citrus oils as well as other animals. And so the easy thing to do is just make sure they can leave the room where the diffuser is. Mm -hmm. And that usually solves your problem. Yep. And I think that that definitely, definitely helps too. Um, I'm very grateful to Lisa for taking the time out to come on the show today. Um, Hopefully you guys learned a few things about how to utilize essential oils with your pets. Um, Take advantage of her Facebook page and her website because she's got lots and lots of great information on there. And um, we will be back next week with another um, local resource that you guys can take advantage of. So for now, have a great day and um, enjoy your pets. You've been listening to Bark Talk. For more information, go to our website, advancedcaninetechniques.com, or find us on Facebook.